We'll do a review in Lekut HaSichas Chelik Yud, the first Sicha for the Parshas Vayeshev. The Sicha is a Rashi Sicha, and the Rebbe is going to explain in detail the meaning of the Rashi. He talks about the uh, dream of Yosef, that he was uh, together with his brothers, and they were bundling the bundle, and then the bundle bowed, bowed down to him, and the translation of the word ma'almim alumim, as Rashi translates it over here, like the Targum, as we'll see in the Sicha, there's also a, a very uh, powerful Yenah uh, Shel as the Rebbe says, that uh, we all have to do the Avedah of bundling these bundles, bringing the sparks, putting them together, and then eventually bringing them to Yosef HaTzadik, to bring them to the Nosi Hadoir. Uh, that's the ultimate goal, as we will see in the Yenah Shel Look, let's look inside. Oisalaf. Al haposik vihine anachnu ma'almim alumim besoicha soda. On the verse in which the pasik says that the dream Yosef was telling to his brothers that we were ma'almim alumim. So we're bundling bundles, or as we'll see, Rashi says we were tying knots. Besoicha soda. This was in the field. And then the pasik goes out of there, then. Uh, my bundle uh, got up, and your bundle surrounded my bundle, and you bowed down to me. All right, So, but right now we're concentrating on a very specific translation of the words ma'almim alumim. So, Pirush Rashi, what does Rashi explain ma'almim alumim? He says, like the translation of the Targum. Now, many times Rashi just brings down the Targum, but here Rashi actually brings down the words of the Targum. And he says it's ma'asrin osrin. So that would be the translation. Those are the words of the Targum, that we were tying knots, basically, knotting knots. And what were those knots that they were tying? So Rashi adds, these were amorin. They were bundles. The bundles were of the cut, the grains, as you um, pick them up, the stalks, you make bundles out of them. So those were the bundles. So the the ma'asin asodim was the amor amrin. V'chein Rashi brings another place in where we say that the alumim, even though it's tying ties, knotting knots, ma'almim alumim, as we'll see, as the Rebbe will explain later on, this year that is the same shoresh ma'almim alumim. So we find though that specifically when we talk about this bundling the bundles, or tying these ties, it's talking with regards to amorim, with regards to bundles of of, 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 of sieves that you collect together. V'chein, like we find, it says in the Pasuk, Noisei alumoisov, holich yeilach uvochoi, noisei meshech hazoreh, bayov birino, noisei alumoisov, that he comes with the song, He's carrying his bundle after the whole hard work that he did. So we see that the alumoisov over here is the same as the alumim are not just ties, but these are specifically uh, the uh, bundles of the uh, food that he collected in the field that was cut, the, the grain, the stalks. And ukomoyu belosh in Mishnah, and also similar we also find in the Mishnah. The Pasik of the Mishnah says, that if we're talking about bundles over there, the discussion is that the person 
placed uh, these uh, an item in a certain area, and he wants to give a simon, and he says, "Well, this is mine because that's where it was placed." Um, but sometimes it's not a simon because something which is pushed around. So you may have put it in another place and ended up in another place. Uh, it's, it's a small item, but alumois. The Mishnah says there the. Um, the Mishnah says that if you're talking about big bundles, they're not pushed around, then you take them, you can take them and you can announce them because whoever put them there, they will be able to come and collect it because you can tell because they're not pushed around and they're uh, stationary. So the bottom line is we find the word alumim in relationship to these bundles, the bundles of that you bundle from the field when you cut uh, the grain and you make bundles out of them. The Rebbe is going to ask now several questions this Rashi, but first, so what is Rashi trying to tell us here? Simply, it appears, what is Rashi's intent? Because these words, the student has not yet learned before these words, these are new words, ma'almim alumim. So these are new words introduced in this pasuk. maybe Rashi ma'targum. So therefore, Rashi brings from the targum, from the translation shepirushom that the meaning is ma'asrin asorim, nodding knots, koishrim kishorim, nodding knots. Ba'achar kach Rashi. The Rashi says, but what kind of knots are we talking about here? Umefadesh alumim pirushe amorim. That alumim, even though it means not nuts, but it means amorim. As it's evident from the uh, proofs that Rashi brings, that over there the ma'almim means these, uh, the great, the amorim, these bundles. That what is the uh, tying of the ties? The meaning of it is. Koishrim, Kishorim, Shal Shibolim, that you tie the knots of stalks, Amorim, that becomes the bundle. So it's tying ties, but it is of bundles. That seems like what Rashi is trying to teach us. Basically, what is the Baal Malumim? What is the Taichis, like the Targum says? The contents is the Alumim, is the Kishorim, Shal Shibolim. So, we need to understand the tzarich lahavin. We need to understand if this is the whole uh, in of Rashi. We have a lot of problems. The Rebbe is going to prove that Rashi has another idea over here. What Rashi is really trying to tell us over here. But in the simple level, as we just learned, we need to understand. Number one, Aleph Darkish Rashi Rashi's nature, usual way in most places. Rashi just says like the targum. And the Rashi does not quote exactly the words of the Targum, without quoting the language of the Targum. And Rashi relies on, Rashi relies on, the one who's learning, he'll look in himself into the interpretation, the, in the commentary of the Targum. So, so how come here Rashi is also quoting not just saying Kitargume, but it's quoting the Targum Ma'asrin Asorim. Why does Rashi need to do that? Number two, base. Peter Shahemshik Ma'almim Alumim. The 
pirush of the following. Uh, this what is the how these two Rashi's go together? First of all, Rashi says So that's really one thing that tells you the meaning, the literal translation. The word is masnasorim. Then upirushateva. And then to explain the word of alumim that it means amorim, each one should have been in its own the Rashi, a separate quote from the Pasik, not bunching them to us. The first one is Ma'almim Alumim, just to say tying the ties because it's the same lotion, that's the Hemshach. But then we have the meaning of Alumim meaning bundles. So that should have been a separate Rashi. And number three, as we had spoken many times, maybe Rashi Rashi brings will bring two proofs to prove something in a place where just one proof isn't sufficient. So seems to be sufficient the proof from the Pasik. It says carrying the bundle, so we see over there that Alamaisov is uh is bundles. Especially the second proof, The second proof is not summary from the Torah Nevi Muksum, it's from a Mishnah. Mishnah. So why would we need, after we have seemingly a satisfactory proof that Ma'almim Adaralumim means bundles? Uh, the bundles of the of the stalks of the shibolim. Why do we need to have an additional proof that in the Gemishna we find uh, that he takes the alumis and alumis uh, Number four, uh, Rashi brings uh, from the posik carrying alumisov. That doesn't add anything to the proof. Alamoisov there means bundles, and Rashi says alumim is bundles of bundles of of, of the of the grain that, or the the, the 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 stalks that he collected together. So why does Rashi have to bring down Noisal Alamoisov? And the same thing is in Hey, the Rebbe asks from the Mishnah when we quote Al Derech Ma Mishnah. Rashi brings the proof from the Mishnah. Mighty Gamhatevis. He also quotes the words. He He just wants to find that what is the meaning of the word alumis that it means bundles. So Rashi doesn't have to bring down the rest of the words that he takes them and announces them. He should have said alumis in the Gemara. And why does Rashi bring down Mishnah? Should have said alumis in that we find that alumis means. It's an unfamiliar word, alumois, and Rashi says we find it in the in the pasuk and in the Mishnah. We know Rashi's words are accurate, are very specific. There's nothing missing, nothing extra. So therefore, all these things we can't just say, "Oh, he just said it; he had extra words." No, anything that Rashi brings down adds to the commentary and is necessary to explain uh, the Rashi. Rabbi Noiz Beis is going to explain that um, we're not just explaining a literal translation of here, but we're explaining the contents because this um, dream that uh, Yosef had, that actually represents 
something which was going to happen, similar to the dream of Pare, when Davishta gave Yosef the resolution that Pare dreamed was because Hashem told him what's going to happen. Here is also the future, as we see, the brothers were jealous, his father kept it. So this means this was a dream telling them the future, and in the future, the way Yosef dominated his brother was the fact that he sold them the food because they all came down to Mitzrayim to buy. So Rashi wants to connect this um, uh, dominance that everybody is buying to Yosef to the level of food. Let's see inside, base, ois base. So the explanation in this is Rashi Rashi's intention is not only to explain the Ma'amlim Alumim is Pirushe Koishim Kshorim that is tying ties, not in knots, stam, just regular knots. Elo, Rashi wants to tell us to be Iker and mainly Shalumim Hainamori. Rashi wants to tell him when we're talking about knotting knots, is not just Knots, but we're talking about knotting bundles, bundles of grain, of stalks. Abir, what's the explanation? Why does Rashi want to do that? This dream of Yosef was similar that the Pasuk says about Pari's dream. Over there, Yosef is telling Pari, This that Hashem is about to do, what he's going to do, he get, he told it to Pari, gave him a heads up. These are words of the future, and this is a true prophecy. So here too, this dream of Yosef is something which is going to take place. That his brothers are destined to bow down to him. Just as their bundles, bow down to the bundle of Yosef in his dream, so is the future going to take place. And therefore, when Yosef related his dream, how do we know they were talking about the future? Because they were always upset about it. Take of Amrullah, his brother said, it was just a dream, it's not telling the future, they wouldn't have to get upset. What did they say immediately, Yaakov? What did the brothers say to him? Are you uh, going to be a king over us? So that means that is the content, that is the idea of this dream. It's a future, it's telling what the future holds. And therefore, Gam also, we say the Pasuk says, his father was guarding, and as Rashi explains there, he was waiting and looking forward, when is this going to come, because this is talking about the future. So, because this was a dream, that was meant to say the future, future up, he said, move on, so based on this, also understand that also the details that are in the dream are also accurate. And they point on the details of the happening on which the dream is telling us about what's going to happen there. That's why Rashi explains the Amori that this alumim is meaning the bundles, also the fact that these were bundles. They weren't just a dream in which the brothers showed that they're subdued, they're bowing to Yosef, but it has to do with bundles. 
And this fits the happenings as it took place later on, the point in actuality. Because what they were tying over here was it specifically the Amorim. And the Rebbe brings down how this relates to the dream. There's also the longer order over here, the Rebbe explains how the other dream that uh, he had with the Shemesh Vireach, whether uh, it, it's a fitting or that's self understood. The Rebbe deals with that in the heart of here. But Lahalom Beparshis Mikates, how do we see this as it relates to the actual story what take place? Later on, section Mikates Besuper, over there it relates How was this dream fulfilled? Bo Ali this came through this Shahoyarov Beretz Kanan. There was a hunger in the land of Kanan. The brothers of Yosef they descended to Egypt. To buy food. Since Yosef was the ruler, he is the one that supplied all the food. That was from the bundles of Egypt. So he had these bundles over there. So his brothers bowed to him and they purchased the grain from Yosef. And therefore, these words of the Cholom are accurate. They pointed and they hinted to the bowing of the brother Yisrael to him in an aspect, in a matter which relates to these bundles, shibolim, those are the stalks of the, of the grain. That the bundles, the grain, that Yosef, the supplier, Mitzrayim, come of a gamlitzova, that stood up and it stood straight. And their bundles had to bow to his bundles. They needed him to supply the food, and he was dominating over them. That's the expression. So, Tarashi is important. The Rebbe explains to make this point that this uh, dominance is not just a dominance, but it specifically relates to the grain, to the food that they had to go and come on to his Amorim, to the Amorim of Yosef, which he supplied them. In Ois Gimbal, the Rebbe will explain that the way to collect the grains together, you must tie them together. And uh, the Rebbe brings out that there's another uh, Targum Yerushalmi, uh, which uh, says that you wrap them around, but grains cannot be wrapped around because they'll keep on falling out. You need to tie them in order to really hold them. And Rashi wants to make the point that this was Amorim. So Rashi says specifically, and he quotes the Targum Onkelos, don't mistake it for the Targum Yerushalmi, he says wrapped around, but this means tied around, because we're talking about Amorim over here, because this is how the Cholam is the correct uh, representation of what actually took place later on. Gimel, let's look inside. Al-Pizeh is Bayer, based on this, it also be explained, First of all, Masherashi Magdim Lefarish Hatevis Ma'almi Malumim. Rashi says first the word Ma'almi Malumim Kitar And then he doesn't just rely, you're going to look in the Targum. And it goes with Maitik Pirisha Targum. He also goes and quotes the interpretation of the Targum Ma'asim Nesorim. So the Rebbe brings that this Ma'almi Malumim Tirgem Betargum Yerushalmi. In the Jerusalem Targum, over there he translates as Mekarchin Krichin. Mekarchin Krichin means wrapping wraps, as a sevil 
base perushim that can tolerate. I mean, you can interpret it two ways. Alev kishira. You can also say that you're tying it. Mekarchin can also mean uh, tying, but it also means base kericha. It can also mean just wrapping. So vehine lepirah shadashi shakashorim that these ties. These kirichan, those ties, we're going to call them the ties, how you shall shibbolim, that they were made out of these stalks, move on. So then it's understood, shepirush ma'almim. So we have to say the meaning of ma'almim, hainu koishrim, that means they're tying. Share bishvila, bashibolim, loishayich kol kach kiricha. Because when we're talking about stalks, it doesn't apply so much to say to wrap around. Ki'im, kishira, but the only thing you can say is to tie it, shalo yispazru. Because you don't want it to, I can't just wrap it, you need it to tie it so it doesn't scatter in the wind or similar. That's where Rashi also quotes here the language that the Targum says, the Targum Onkelus. And he says specifically it's the Targum Onkelus, to making the knots to emphasize that here it's talking about ties. But over here, means tying knots. That's why we can say that the meaning is that this is tying the grain, these bundles of the stalks. If he would have just said like the Targum, without saying the quote from the Targum, that also the Targum Shalmi is included. Yes, I could have just said Targum Onkelos, and then we know which Targum is talking about, but Onkelos and Ma'asun uh, Asorin is almost already the same, in other words. Again, I'm just uh, just uh, making uh, a note of this. So, also the Targum Shalmi said when he would have just said Kitargumoi, would have been is Bechlal that's included. Harayesh. So there is room to make a mistake, Kinal. That maybe it means wrapping. And therefore it would not mean uh, stalks then. That the meaning of does not mean wrapping wraps, which is not knots. But from a lotion of wrapping. And then it would be difficult to explain that the discussion that we're talking about bundles over here of the stalks, since in the simple meaning of the Pasuk, according to Rashi, we are forced to explain that it means uh, bundles of, of, the, of the grain, so Amorin, why does Rashi have to say so? The Rebbe adds again to explain that we said before, because only then, Yasim this detail then will fit which is discussed in the Cholem, to the details of the happenings as they actually happen. That's why Rashi is particular and brings in the words He says like the Targum Unkelus says, which is to tell you that therefore, because there were not, these were the uh, bundles, and these were the, the, the grain, and therefore the um, details of this dream fit. Uli and on the other hand, 
מכיוון שמה שמכריח עשרה של לפרש תבוס אלו כתרגום אונגלוס, דווקא, what forces Rashi to explain that this is like Targum Onkelos, who had the alumim hainu amorim, because alumim is amorim, so therefore, this is what pushes us to tell us like the Onkelos Targum. So that's what Rashi brings in one Rashi. That's why these two details, the translation of the word and the meaning of the word come together because the only reason why we're saying that it means is because of the Amorim, because it's bundle. And the reason we have to bring down our is because we're talking about bundles can't be Now the Rebbe explains why we need the evidence to prove because this is all still problematic. While we see that ma'almim alumim should same shoydish, uh, means nodding knots ma'almim alumim. So this whole idea, yes, we'd rather know it's not just nodding knots, but it's nodding knots of these stalks. But in the word ma'almim alumim, there's really no hint to it. So okay, so why do we say? How do we say that alumim really means stalks when it really means tying ties, uh, same shorish? That's why Rashi has to bring e- extra evidence, and we'll see Rashi needs both evidence. Omnam, you know, is dalad. We still need to explain this. Mepirush hatargum from the targum's translation that me'asin asorin move on. So from there we understand shalumim pirusha. What is the meaning of the word alumim? Is al derech pirush ma'almim? It's similar to the word ma'almim. Ma'almim means tying ties. Kshorim that it means ties. You're tying ties. V'cheinu gam bepashtus and also, even without the uh, saying so in the uh, targum, but the uh, simply shari bezat tevis ma'almim ba'lumim. These two words ma'almim ba'lumim shteim hemishereshecha. They come from one root. So basically, what does that mean? Pirush ma'almim alumim hu. What does it mean? Ma'almim alumim tying ties, tying knots. Koishu kshorim. Ma'almim is koishim. Alumim is kshorim. Stam. I'm not talking about anything specific. So while this may uh, not explain the dream so pas so perfectly with the amorim with the grain with Yosef later on, but gam shivim the farish kshorim hoyu shal amorim. And if, although if we explain that the knots were made out of Amorim, so then it makes sense in all the details. But but it seems that Alumim doesn't tell you that, because Alumim means not. And that's why Rashi brings you also the uh, examples that Alumim means uh, Amorim. When Rashi brings the verse of Alamoisov, as evidence that the alumin goes on the shibolim, uh, on the stalks, he also quotes the words, from this is evidence that Alumin goes on these stalks. Can't say you carry knots. You have to carry alumaisi. 
cannot knots, but you can't not uh, can carry knots. And therefore, over there you see alumoisov means these stalks, these are bundles of stalks. So even though that the words Malmalumin means tying ties, but it's tying ties of stalks. But Rashi isn't satisfied, brings another Rashi. Rashi is not satisfied with this example. Because over there we can squeeze and explain there. That Alamoisov means take plain knots. And the idea is Gam also al Sakim Kshurim. We're talking, he's carrying alumoisov, meaning not that the stalks are, that the shibolim are knotted, but he has knotted sacks. After you thresh it, you put it into the bags, you put it into the sacks, and you tie the sacks. So ma'almim alumim is, and so there, nois alumoisov carrying his tied, his tied bags. And then we can argue and say that it doesn't mean that the alumois are the uh, bundles of the uh, of the stocks. So that's why Rashi adds a further example from the language of the Mishnah. In the Mishnah it says that when there are bundles, you take them and you announce them to find the owner whose they are. And the because they're so heavy. The shadows they stay in their place. And they don't roll from place to place. And therefore, since place is a simon, he can take it and announce it because the mokim is a simon. And we know that that is where he placed them because they don't uh, roll, people don't kick him around. So this is this language is evident that these alumas are actually oimrim, they are bundles, they are stocks. They are something heavy that doesn't roll. Rashi, this is the way the Mishnah uses this word. As Rashi is emphasis. It's loshen hamishnah. Rashi. Rashi doesn't just say in the Gemara. He says the Mishnah says so, because the Mishnah lochas psukis. Those are clear, decisive laws. The vaday. So for sure, shabelimud haalochas. That when we study the halochas, midaye katana lelamed. The tana is very particular to teach us besigna and butter in a very clear language. In the oral Torah, the law is more articulated and more clear than we find it in Torah Shabbat. So Rashi adds Loshan Mishnah. In the Loshan Mishnah over there, had a move on Shakshaimer Alumoisov. So therefore, here it says, uh, of the previous Pasik, uh, then this is a word whose content is clear, one learns halacha. And therefore, over there we call it, uh, over there it's bundle called alumois. So, 
who aluma shel shibolim. What would be the usual knot, which is heavy, that would be a bundle of stalk. So therefore, that's the aluma, it's the clear language of the Mishnah, what is meant over there. And this adds to the understanding that aluma means a bundle of shibolim. So Rashi, Al-Sha'in Rashi, Mistapik Barayuzu, why doesn't just Rashi bring this second proof, Alumis Noitlumachis, which is the halacha, and it's uh Aluma Stamish Shal Shibolim. We see clearly that that's the meaning of Al Aluma. So Malma Alumin would mean as over there. Al-Sha'in Rashi Mistapik Barayuzu. Rashi is not satisfied just with this pro- this this evidence. Ki one can argue the Loshan Toidul Atzma. The Lashon Chacham Latzmah, the Lashon of Torah by itself, the Chachamim is different. We can't bring a proof necessarily from the Lashon of the Chachamim to the Lashon of Torah. Therefore, we need the proof that Aluma is a bundle. Not only do we need it, that's the main, first main raya. That brings it first. But since you can argue and still say that maybe it's talking about the tide of the of the sack, and it's not talking about actually bundling, dying the bundle. So therefore, Rashi brings the second as evidence, as support to that from the halacha, from the Mishnah, and together we see that the pshat in our posik is ma'almi means we're tying ties that the ties were from the bundles. When I say the Rebbe will speak about the initial Torah, this whole idea of gathering the stalks together, this represents the avoda of Birurim, to sort out and collecting the various different sparks and bringing them to uh, uh, together. One goes out to the field. Don't stay locked up in your shul, in your Dalai Ramas, but rather go out to the world. Go ahead in the soda, collect those uh, stalks and bring them together. Let's look in Oisei. From the wine of Torah now Rashi. In the Torah, in our parshas, it's explained. What is this service of bundling these bundles, tying these ties, making these uh, bundles in the spiritual level? Those are to sort out these sparks who have fallen, that they've become in a way of scattered, separate, through the breaking of the vessel. So they elevated them, his kolil, the malchus da atzilus, to be included in malchus of atzilus. So when you sort them out, over there they were united, they were connecting together, and they became one. Over there in atzilus and malchus, they were in the unity of Hashem. Quote, still quoting the Torah, and this is what it talks about tying these ties, these bundles, by way of example, just as when you tie together these uh, stalks, that you gather together many stalks, a lot, very much, and you put them all together, and then you tie it all in one tie. That's from the Torah. So the Indian Zeshel Bitter and the Tsuetus Ula Loisum Belchinas Avdus Avaya, this sorting out of the sparks and to elevate them to the level of Hashem's unity, the level of Malchus, 
That's also as far as the souls go up to elevate the souls, not only the sparks in the different items in the, that fell in the spirit, but also the souls. So these idea of the Malmalum, whatever wants to say, also Jewish sparks, Jewish souls that are lost and they're in the field, we have to gather them as well. Where is the, literally, where do you make these bundles? You do it in the field. And you need a, a special preoccupation with this. To go to the field in a place where there are the scattered stalks will this asig and to occupy yourself in tying them down. You gotta go out to the field, occupy yourself and tie them together. So from here we have a lesson in the service of Birunim. In addition to the service of the man Lekabitz together, all the sparks that are scattered by the person, they, they should unite in the union of Hashem, and that is through his work, in that's his own uh, sparks, and where he is, but he has to also go to the field, the person should need to leave the place of his settled, into the field, and there to occupy himself, in the service, the ma'almim alumim of making this bundle, to gather the sparks that are scattered in the world. We're talking about this is the service occupying yourself with another. To leave your four cubits, your own place, to those who find themselves still in the outside. To bring them back in Tshuva. To bring them close to the service of Hashem. And to the luminary of Torah. To bring them to Primus Torah. The tree of life. And and this is why our, this is that which our rebbes, our teachers, our leaders made the instituted this custom to send shluchim to various places. also distance in the world. to go and gather those sparks that are scattered there, and to spread out and to reveal there as Mayonas Hasidis, the wellsprings of Hasidis. So therefore, so Rashi, how are we explaining Nabi Enoshul Torah? This is Naveda, as it speaks in Torah, after gathering the people together, the Nishamis together, and the person's own, and it's together. Rashi, he says, you got to tie them with ties. How do you keep these things together? You got to tie them. That this service of sorting out and elevating these sparks needs to be in such a way that you're tying them, you're tying tines 
to elevate them, they should be tied to their source. Not just wrapped, a permanent, a lasting knot. That your effects on the other one should be, he should be tied. He should tie himself down to the service of Hashem with strength. In a way, that the spirit of folly, and all the winds that blow in the world, will not detach him, God forbid, from the way of Torah. He's tied to the Torah. This is very tight. So how do you tie and do and do that? It has to be by So what is the advice that is given for this succeed to be tied down? Rashi explains in the words that follow. He says, Ma'asina you gotta tie down. And he says, in order to effect Sha'alumim, Shama'almin that those ties that we tie you should be in a way that they're lasting. We have to have a tie of these talks. They have the ability to stalk. If you sow them, you're talking stalks, you're tying stalks here, they can grow fruits, and the fruits can grow then another fruits. Hainu. She shtadl in zulosi that you should effort when you're working with the other person. It should be moist enough to moisten somebody else. So that that person should also impact his environment, his surroundings. To bring them close to the service of Hashem. And then he can be for sure secure that his service will be a lasting one. And then after all this is done, the sign Posik. The Posik concludes, Your bundles surround my bundle and they bow to my bundle. Shlemus Ha the wholesomeness of this service in his impact on the other one when he impacts him to bring him to the bundle of Yosef HaTzadik he is the dominant in all the land of Mitzrayim who are we talking about? we're talking about the leader of the generation so after everything you do it that they bow down to Nosadur, Lifoil, Shayya Boy, Hishtachavoyo, Haishtachavoyo, Vabitlanosi. To impact him that he should have this bowing and the subjugation to the leader. That's the ultimately event. So this Rebbe explains the Rashi. You gotta do it in a way of a tie so it doesn't uh, ever get loose. How do you succeed that? Is by using Amorim that there is a uh, a way, just like grain, if you plant it, you can continuously grow, make that person not only into a recipient, but to a leader, that he should go uh, 
make fruits from there on. And eventually, the ultimate goal is to bring them all to Yosef HaTzadik, to the Nosi HaDor, and to bow and to have the Ishtach in Bittl. Zayim. Duber Kamapomim, we spoke many times, Sheyema Shabbos, Shaykh Limeya Shavu Sholofonov, that it belongs to the weeks that precede it, because Sharemisha Torah, Bed of Shabbos, Yechel B'Shabbos, we know if you put effort in before Shabbos, you will lead on Shabbos, so that means the work from before Shabbos represents on the Shabbos. And the Chain Limeya Shavu Sholofonov, it also relates to the week that follow Shabbos, Shabbos, my name is Baruchim Kulu Yemim. Because we know that all of the days of the week are blessed from the Shabbos. So Yom HaShabbos, so basically the day of Shabbos, Mekasherum Ached Yemei HaShavua Shalofonov, Yemei HaShavua Shalachrov. It ties the uh, ties and unites the day of the week that passed and also the day of the week that follow. This particular Shabbos, in many years, is between Yutas Kislev and Hanukkah. Yutas Kislev in the previous week, and Hanukkah in the coming week, and this Shabbos connects them together. During many years, the portion of Yeshev comes by Shabbos, and the Shabbos have been Yom HaGulad Yutas Kislev, which is in between the day of redemption of the 19th of Kislev, Yemei Hanukkah, and the days of Hanukkah, as it was the Kviyas of that year of Shana Zu, in which the uh, Sikha was said, which is in Tovshin Lamed. Um, so therefore, Vapiya Yedua, so it's known that we have to tie the happenings of the week to the Parsha. So Parsha Shavuah Shayachim Lazman Shabay Kurnoisum, they have a connection to the time in which we read them. Move on, Shahiro, Hanal, so it's understood. And the above mentioned instruction lessons of the Parsha Senu, that in our Parsha Shayeches Lechagagula Diyutas Kislev, it connects to the festival of redemption Diyutas Kislev, and also the Mea Hanukkah and to the days of Hanukkah. Valderich Zeh, who be needing the Dan. Same thing in our case. When we talk about the lessons that we're talking about, the Masrin and the Kikshorim, that this instruction that we talked about before of Ma'almim Alumim, which means the bundling these bundles, to tying these ties, to the effort in gathering, collecting these sparks that are scattered in the outside, shall call Echod Ve'echod in one's individual outside. Of each one and one. Ubefrat, especially, we're talking about when we're talking about with the outside, literally, people that are far away uh, from Yiddishkeit, to bring them back with Shuvah. That is a common point between the 19th of Kislev and the days of Hanukkah. Babir, the explanation is one of the main matters that the Alter Rebbe ex- occupied himself with a special effort was making people returnees as it's known that which he said to his son the Mitla Rebbe uh, in relationship to his dream, she, 
He said uh, to his son, the Mittler Rebbe, that when he heard from the Shomim Meirah of Magid Mizrich, then he heard from the Magid Hamoshul Advar Tzadikim Balad Shuvah, with regards to Tzadikim Balad Shuvah, Nechlach Etzloi, so it has been engraved by him, Shetorich Lekarev Kolechad Vechad Meisrael, that you need to bring close each and every one of you. Vehei Shonim Nosa Mimokim Lemokim, for five years he traveled from place to place, Begolu Yibaseser, openly and hiddenly, Leoyer Lekarev Bnei Yisrael Leteru Mitzvah Chulu, to arouse, to wake up, and to bring the Bnei Yisrael close to Teru Mitzvah, etc. So this is, the Alter Rebbe uh, saying. This is what the Alter Rebbe is avoiding. After the redemption of the Yutus Kislev, then they began the Avoida, the Yafutsu, to spreading out the wellsprings to the outside. To impact the outside in such a way that your wellsprings should be spread out in a very wide and a very expanded way. Move on. So from this, it's understood that the above mentioned less in the Malmim Alumim. So they should be in the field. This is with more force and with more strength after after the redemption of Yitzchislav. So this that we talked about from the parish of Vayeshev, the Malmim Alumim that go out to the Soda. It's especially connected to Yutis Kislev because then is your futsu minus a chutzah. But that is he hairoem and the nearest Hanukkah. In a similar way, is also the lesson of the lights of Hanukkah. But for Chassidus, it's explained in Chassidus. Hatam, the reason, Masha, mitzvah, the nearest Hanukkah. Why is the mitzvah of the lights of Hanukkah, Lanichai, Al Pesach, Basim, Bachutz, to place it on the entrance of the door, but it's on the outside of the house? Kinyonum Shalan Nerus, because the idea of these lamps is to illuminate and to sort out also the outside. The darkness, which is Gimel Klipsa Tmeis, the three Tomadik Klipas, Vatura de Pruda, and these mountains of separation, meaning all the Klipas, Birur Hanitsupatsois, the Gimel Klipas Atmeis, to sort out the sparks of the three. Uh, that is Teshuvah, because Teshuvah, you go to and then you turn it around. So that's also the idea of Hanukkah, the idea of Yitzhak Kislev. Through this service of bundling, bottle, kibbutz, and tzutzis, the gathering of the sparks that are finding themselves on the outside. By bringing the heart of the Yidn close to their Father in Heaven. So then, when the Yidn do Tshuva, we know, so they're immediately redeemed. Bringing them closer, bringing them to Tshuva, brings us the Geula. In the true and complete redemption, through our righteous Mashiach, soon, actually soon, and this is Mesichah Shabbos Parshiva Yeshev, the story that the Rebbe talks about in uh, about the dream was that the Bittler Rebbe had a dream that there was a, uh, a board uh, laying on the width of the water and the Magid went from one side of the river to the other side and he was shaking. And then uh, the father, the Alta Rebbe, went over on the board 
and it didn't shake at all. So the Mittler Rebbe related this dream to the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe said to him, why are you surprised? The Rebbe, the Rabbi Magid, he made tzaddikim. And I, thank God, I made many balachuvas also. So this is the story that the Rebbe is referring here in the Sikha.